0: On the Aggie Sports Network, from Learfield, Aggie basketball has been brought to you by Sports Academy and Racquet Club, your club, your results, your life, Zion's Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business, Ford, go further, also by ARS, clean up, restore, rebuild, welcome to Aggie postgame, here's Scott Gerrard.
1: Fun one tonight, 85-74, 30 points from Justin Bean as the Ryan Odom era gets its first win. This is a fun game tonight, folks. I was just telling our producer, Eric, during the break that a lot of times in early season basketball, you see some games that kind of feel a little ragged, um, especially in the college basketball ranks. This game had a lot of flow to it. It had a lot of really good plays to it. And this was, uh, this was a fun one. This is one that you look at and say, all right, that's that's good basketball there. That was a fun game. Final 85-74, Utah State gets the W over a really good Richmond team and, again, picks up its first win of the season. All right. Uh, tell you what, let's talk about our friends over at Valley Office Systems. Proud partner of – sorry, we're just kind of coordinating who our post-game uh, interview is going to be. I believe we're going to chat with Brandon Horvath. And uh, talk to him. Now we'll talk a little bit about his story too, because he's he's local. This is uh, this this meant a lot to him. He had a lot of family here, a lot of friends here, and uh, part of the reason why they wanted to play this game was to get Brandon Horvath back in front of his family. Valley Office Systems, a proud partner of Utah State Athletics for eight years. Valley Office System, providing office equipment and technology like printers, copiers, and software to businesses with customer service and support. Eight locations throughout Utah, Idaho, and Wyoming. More information is available at valleyofficesystems.com. All right, so let's go through some stats in this one. Utah State with the 11-point victory, outscoring Richmond 48-31 in the second half. Brandon Horbath with 18, Idle Rock with 6, Jones with 10, uh, Brock Miller with four. Ashworth with four. Hamoda got on the board in an Aggie career with two points. And Trevin Dorius can't say enough about his performance in the first half. He ends up with 11, 10 of those coming in the first half. But the man of the day certainly is Justin Bean. 11 or 30 points on 11 of 16 shooting. He was 5 of 7 from the free throw line. 14 rebounds as well. An assist and played 39 minutes in this game. So a long night for justin bean but boy did they need him uh grant golden with uh 24 points but got kind of quiet i believe he had 19 at halftime and utah state was able to slow him down a little bit the shooting wasn't quite as good as it was in the first half gilliard was 16 uh he also dished out six assists he's a really special player i know you probably uh you know if you're listening to this you're an aggie fan you probably won't spend a lot of time watching a10 basketball this year But this is a team that was uh, mini-picked to to finish first in the A-10. If they go to the NCAA tournament, you're going to want to watch this guy. He's a really special player, uh, and he had a big night tonight. 16 points, uh, 6 assists. Burton with 13 points and 7 rebounds. He had two really big threes in this game. Kale with just 3 points. Sherrod with 3. Crabtree with 6. Grace with 7. And Bailey with 2. But Golden did the majority of the damage. And when he started to slow down offensively, that's when Utah State – really started a pull away in this game. Aggie shot 55% from the field, held Richmond to just 41%. Aggies 44% from three, Richmond also 44%. Aggies eight of 18, Richmond 14 of 32. Aggies 15 of 19 from the free throw line. That's way better than what we saw the other night against UC Davis. And the Aggies only with eight turnovers in this game. Now, again, this is a team that feasts off turnovers uh, uh, as Richmond was able to turn those eight turnovers into uh, 16 points that's kind of what they do pretty much every turnover was converted into points and the fact that utah state only turned it over eight times was really critical for utah state winning this game tonight let's pause 10 seconds for local stations to identify themselves you're listening to utah state hoops this is aggie basketball from learfield
0: Utah's sports leader. This is KZNS AM Salt Lake City. KZNS FM Colvin. 97.5-1280 The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network.
1: All right, take a break. Come back. You're listening to Aggie basketball from Learfield. Siegfried & Jensen has been specializing in injury cases for more than 30 years. Siegfried & Jensen, helping those that have been injured in an auto accident, and a proud supporter of Aggie athletics. More information about the law firms available at jensen.com. You're listening to Aggie basketball from Learfield. Kicks it over to Horvath. He'll take the three and knock the three down. And the Aggies lead on a 7-0 run to start the second half, 44-43. Brandon Horvath, some big points down the stretch. That one was part of a 7-0 run that Utah State, they were down six at the break. Going a 7-0 run to start the second half. Brandon Horvath, among others, getting in the mix on that one. Horvath with 18 points, 6 of 11 from the field, and 4 of 6 from 3. So one of the key moments in this game tonight, certainly Brandon Horvath playing extremely well. Eight turnovers tonight for Utah State, only 5 for Richmond. A really clean game, and Utah State ends up, and it was interesting because in the first half, Richmond was actually out-rebounding Utah State, which should not be happening. And Utah State figured things out. Rebounded the ball much, much better there in the second half. And there was a moment there with about six or seven minutes left. And I want to talk to Coach. There's a lot I want to talk to Coach Odom about. But you could tell Richmond really ratcheted things up defensively. And they threw a lot at Utah State. And they were able to cut into the lead a little bit. But the Aggies never – those are the moments where sometimes – you really start to cave and you give up big turnovers and you give up big runs, and it just never happened. And the Aggies were able to slow it down, make good shots, and uh, find a way to get this win. That was a really integral stretch in this game that I think is something you go back and you look at and you say, all right, that's a team that has a lot of returners, have a lot of experience, and have a lot of guys that know how to handle themselves in some tough situations. Let's pause 10 seconds for local stations to identify themselves. You're listening to Aggie basketball from Learfield.
0: Utah's sports leader. This is KZNS AM Salt Lake City. KZNS FM for 97.5, 1280 The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network.
1: Final in this one, Utah State knocks off Richmond, 85 to 74. The first win in the Ryan Odom era at Utah State. Twisted Sugar. We've got more than 20 different cookie flavors and more than 100 flavors of specialty sodas. They even have gluten-free options. Located at 532 South Main Street, Suite 120 in Logan, the full menu can be viewed at TwistedSugar.com. Time to name our Everlight Solar Player of the Game. Hey, look, I know he's going to earn this honor a lot this year and deservedly so, but you got to look at, uh, you got to look, at Justin Bean, 30 points on the night tonight, 11 of 16 from the field, 3 of 4 from 3, 5 of 7 from the free throw line, and also pulled down 14 rebounds. He is your Everlight Solar player of the game. All right, take another break, come back, and you'll hear from Coach Odom. You'll also probably hear from Brandon Horbath or Justin Bean, one of those two, when we come back. You're listening to Aggie basketball, final in Logan, Utah's our final here at the Naval Academy. 85-74, Utah State knocks off Richmond. You're listening to Aggie basketball from Learfield. All right, final score here at the Naval Academy. Game one of the Veterans Classic with Utah State getting the victory over Richmond, 85-74. Virginia Tech and Navy will be game number two and should be a lot of fun as uh, the Naval Academy sees uh, – got some fan support here. Got the cadets in the stands this place is going to be hopping for this game should be a lot of fun all right but a lot of fun you know and again a really good fun clean game uh, in terms of not a lot of turnovers not a lot of big mistakes uh just really really good basketball and Utah State was able to uh, find a way to pull away late and get the victory 85 to 74 Aggies made four out of the last five field goals as we mentioned outscoring Richmond 85 to 74 in the second half Aggies forced uh, in the turnover margin, and we knew that was going to be the key of this game. Uh, Aggies only forced five turnovers, but only gave up eight turnovers. And Utah State much better from the free throw line as well. Offensive rebounds, a little bit of a surprise here as Richmond was able to pull down 11 offensive rebounds. But overall, Aggies dominated on the boards on the defensive side. And a total offensive rebound output of 40-31, to 31, out-rebounding Richmond by nine, which... This was a team that per game average was out-rebounded by about five or six uh, last season. So, not surprising there. Gilliard on the day, and uh, looking at his stats, I need to find his total steals. Ended up with four steals. Now, again, that's about his average. He had four steals on the night tonight. Um, Sherrod had one. Crabtree had one. Isaiah Wilson had one. So, seven out of the eight turnovers that Utah State had tonight were four steals by Richmond but the Aggies didn't really bend there were moments where it felt like uh uh-oh things are going to be a little bit troubling here and it never really cascaded into that slew of turnovers and and points and uh and runs the Richmond was able to put together which is what they live off of that's a lot of experience those are guys that know how to play and how to play together and figured out how to not overall uh you know, not not how to uh, be in a bad spot overall when things start to really clam up for him. So it was a night tonight where Utah State really knew what they had to do, came in with a good game plan, and let's be honest, too, there's a lot of concern over what happened against that UC Davis team, who's a pretty good team, but Utah State obviously should have won that game and did not play well, especially in the second half of that game. And I think there's a little bit of a wake-up call. When you don't play well and you need to find a way to uh, – pull it together a little bit and Utah State was able to do just that and that's what I thought was really really impressive about this team and how they handled themselves coming down the stretch in a really critical game Uh, that look it's obviously game two of the season you don't have to have it but for the confidence of this team and trying to get to where you need to be and where you hope to be long term for this uh, season this was a game that Utah State felt like they had to play better at and I think being on the road too probably helps out a lot of bit in this. Where you see a team that uh, goes out on the road now, there's a lot of experience, and we, we've talked about the fact that Utah State does return five starters. They're just not five Utah State starters. You got Horvath and Idle Rock, who started uh, for UMBC last week or last season. You got Ryland Jones, who was a starter at the University of Utah. You obviously have brock miller and you also obviously have justin bean but those five guys who have long extended experience and a lot of starts underneath their belt coming together and figuring out how to play together there was going to be some moments where it wasn't great this road trip might actually be a pretty good thing for them in the grand scheme of things in terms of happen to be together on the road there's no class commitments there's no families there's nothing along those lines it's all just about you And your teammates, when you go to dinner, you go to dinner together. When you go to a movie, you you know, all these team activities, I think is going to be really good in trying to get this team to come together. You can already sense a good chemistry with these guys out there on the court, and it certainly feels like it's coming together for Utah State at a point where they can really get themselves in a good vibe and a point where they can win a whole lot of games this year. Certainly the talent is there. Certainly the ability is there. And there's a good chance that you're going to see this Utah State team win a whole lot of games before it's all said and done. A couple other individual performances worth looking at. Zee Hamota uh, played seven minutes in the first half. Uh, thought he handled himself well. Took two threes, missed him, but was one for three from the field. Uh, had a couple rebounds, dished out an assist as well. You can tell the athleticism of this young man is really rounding into form. He's got a chance to be really good. The opportunities for him are only going to increase. I know the coaching staff kind of felt like they should have given him some more opportunities in that game against UC Davis. That was a tough moment to throw him in. The The, the lights are pretty bright at that point, and he was still able to kind of dial it in and be in a pretty good place. Trevin Dorius, honestly, I don't know if Utah State wins this game if not for Trevin Dorius. His uh, key putbacks, his rebounding, his offense in the first half, coming on the heels where we kind of. Uh, questioned a bit of his offensive ability but what he did there in the first half i thought was absolutely remarkable and he did a tremendous job in that uh in that first half all right time to check in with uh man himself who had himself one heck of a game tonight oh there we go sorry about that
0: brandon horvath phil phil's kind of nice to come home and get a win right yes sir oh man so thankful man this whole week this whole week just being here you know coming home, playing in front of all my friends and family. I probably had 50, 60 people here tonight.
1: How uh, how far away from, from, from here did you grow up?
0: Uh, I, I grew up in uh, South County, so I grew up like 20, 25 minutes from here. I went to Southern High School, Yeah. you know, Ann Arlington County. You know, my coach was here. Guys that helped me get to this point. I mean, I'm just so – I really can't say enough about these people. And, you know, I just love these people so much. and so happy about this whole this whole how everything went out
1: well coach mentioned that that one of the reasons they wanted to play this game was to get you back for sure and play here and i know it meant a lot to you but to play the kind of game you played and this team to play the kind of game you played today especially in the second half exactly that was impressive
0: yeah that was i think that was the what the you know everything came together you know coming off a tough loss at home you know we had to respond we played a really really good team and we, we were up for the challenge and you know, it worked out in our favor. You know, there was a moment there in the second half where you guys jump out to the nine-point
1: lead, and they really you right back in, and you can tell they're playing frantically on defense. Right. And this is a team that turns it over or forces turnovers, and you guys never you, you, you never had that moment where there was like five or six turnovers to ten points. Mm-hmm. You never gave up that big 14-0 run. Right. Is, that, is that talk about the experience that you guys have out there on the court?
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, coaches did a really a really good game plan. I mean, Gellier is. Probably the best I've ever seen, and yeah. just, you, only, you, you just you think you're good, and then he's just there and he steals the ball. So you know we worked on it uh, all week in practice, and uh, you know coaches gave us a really good game plan. Like I said, they're a really good team. They're going to answer when we went up nine, and all we had to do we just had to respond. That's what we did. What was the uh, what was the conversation like at halftime? Oh, uh, we were okay. I mean, we we were just you we had to clean some things up on the defensive end. We feel like we were you know switching when we didn't have to, and they were getting some easy buckets. But they're a good team, like I said. I mean, they're going to exploit it when we when we mess up. So you know we were. Coach O is always just calm and straight to the point, so we just came out and executed the game plan we want. Um, how much fun is – there were a lot of questions, Mark,
1: when you came to Utah State. Could you and Bean be out on the court at the for same sure. time? Obviously those <laughs> questions have been answered pretty yeah. quick.
0: No, yeah, Bean, he's an unbelievable player. I mean, he's just – all like he's like Gilear, but, you know, for the rebounds, he's just all over the place. hes I think he had 30 points tonight. I mean, he was just – we're both just dishing the ball. We really gelled from day one just, you know. On and off the court, so it's been really, really good. Where
1: did you learn how to, to – uh, the ball skills, handle the ball the way you have? Because, I mean, yeah. you could run point for this team if you wanted to. Yeah. I
0: mean, I mean I've mean, i been working on basketball my whole life. This, yeah. this is what I do. I play basketball all day. I mean, I wasn't always this tall. You know, coming out of high school – in high school I was like 5'8", so I've always played guard. And then I just kept, you know, working on my craft every day until I get to this point.
1: Talk about the baseline three here for yeah. all intents and purposes related oh, yeah. to the game.
0: Nah, it's like I said, it's just being, doing, being things just – driving baseline, you know, kicking it out to me, I had to hit it, knock it down. It was just a big play and I mean, they answered right after that, so but we just, yeah. you know, it was just it just felt good. Is it is it kind of advantageous for you guys to get away from
1: from everybody and just kind of get on the road and just spend time together over this next, you know, essentially 10 days you're right. going to be on the
0: road. Yeah, I think so. I mean, coming off a loss, you know, we had it we just had to an answer. And uh, you know, it's only us out there. It's yeah. Just us against the world, so you know, we're just this is where you really you really find out who, who's with you and who's not. We just stuck together and we got the job done. Well,
1: heck of a game tonight. This was a lot of fun, and hopefully we have yes, a lot sir. more of these conversations yes, down sir. the line. Appreciate Congratulations. It, sir. Nice
0: scene. That's Brandon Horbath. Aggies get the
1: victory tonight. 85-74. You're gonna hear from uh you're gonna hear from Coach Odom coming up next. Aggies get it done. You're listening to Aggie basketball from Learfield. Hands back to Brock Miller as he's cut off on the drive. Hands over to Ashworth. He drives base. Bounce pass to Horbath, who lays it up and in. Incredible ball movement by the Aggies. Ten seconds left on the shot clock. Ryland back to Bean. Bean straightaway three. That's good. Justin Bean straightaway three. Justin Bean has been a monster tonight. Final in this one, 85-74. Utah State gets an impressive victory over Richmond. Coach, if I would have told you before the game that you'll only turn the ball over eight times against Richmond, you probably would have taken
2: that. Yeah, no doubt. I would have been I would have been thrilled for sure. I mean, because we were playing against a, a young man who's tracking obviously to be the all time leader in, in steals in NCAA history and, and uh you know, watching him up close and in person, I mean, he's even more impressive. And uh, our, I thought our guys did a really good job. You're not gonna shut him out in terms of, of him stealing the ball from you, but I thought our guys did a really good job, especially in the second half, of pulling balls in and just being really ball tough. But a uh, great win for us, obviously. Yeah.
1: Well, congratulations. First win as yeah. the Aggie head coach. That's got to mean a lot for you. Yeah,
2: no question. I mean, I, I told the guys after the game, I mean, the biggest thing that I'm happy about is is I'm happy for them, you know, because, uh, you know, I've been a part of a lot of games. I've played, you know, i played four years in college, and this is their time yeah. uh, and their moment. And so we're just here to, 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 to lead them. And, and uh, I thought our leadership was, was key to this game. Uh, you think about Justin Dean, obviously his numbers speak to, for themselves. But in timeouts, uh, I, I really heard his voice. Uh, I heard uh, uh, Brock's voice, you know, a ton. We told him before the game, you know, you guys have won back-to-back Mountain West championships. You have done big things and been a part of championship teams. And, and, you know, the guys need to hear from you. And they certainly did that. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's a good sign for our, our, our team going forward. There was a moment you jump out to the nine-point lead in the second half, and then they really back in, which
1: we yeah. I think everybody kind of expected was going to happen. Yeah. And they were playing really, for about a three-minute stretch, really frantically on defense. Yeah. And you could tell, whether it was them or the coach or whatever, there was a really concerted effort. And that felt like a stretch that – might be a four or five turnover stretch with a 15-point run or something like that. And I think it shows the experience and the leadership you have where guys calm down, it's okay, and you went on a run of your own after they took the lead back and put the game away at that point. Yeah,
2: no question. I mean, we have a saying that we use all the time with our team, and it's champions always answer. It doesn't matter uh, what sport you're playing. Uh, you're going to have moments within where you doubt yourself, and certainly coming off the first loss, you know, there, there's got to be some doubt there, right? Are, are we are we going to be good? What are we? Do we have the potential? And, uh, and and certainly, you know, going specifically to this game, I thought Rylan Jones was amazing. Yeah, I mean, his ability to navigate their defense and and really create baskets for us was huge. And I thought, overall, our guys really trusted one another and passed. And, and uh, when we do that, we're capable of scoring big numbers.
1: Well, a lot of shout-out to Trevin Darius, too. How about the first half?
2: Trevin was incredible. Yeah. I mean, I was so happy for him, you know, because he's he's come so far, you know. When he first got to Utah State to where he is right now, I was devastated that he had to sit out two weeks I know he, or two months. I know he was, too, because he was playing so well over the summer. What you saw tonight, he was doing a lot over the summer. He's so big. He doesn't need a lot of help around the rim, guarding guys one-on-one. He's really devastating when he catches it right by the rim. And I thought he was on the glass. So he was impactful uh, in this game. He was huge. And uh, we actually played a bigger lineup there for a couple of minutes uh, just to test that out. And I thought that looked pretty good too. So it speaks to the versatility that you, you and I have been talking about. Um, so really excited for him. We just need to continue to build on it. Golden had a big first half, and then you limited him in the second half. Was that just
1: execution, or did you make any adjustments to try to slow him down? Yeah, I mean, we
2: wanted to keep him off balance. so We were trapping him. We didn't trap him as effectively as we wanted to in the first half. We missed the first one, literally, the first possession. We didn't trap him. uh, or We did trap him, but we didn't rotate right away, and that was the game plan. And, you know, I thought we did it. Fairly well in the first half, but the second half was much better. And obviously, he shot some threes, and, and uh, that's not really what he wants to do. He wants to make passes to guys, yeah. and uh, and so we wanted to take that away from his game or from their game. But um, you know, I think uh, I think it's a huge win for us. But you know, we're certainly not a finished product. You know, at this time of the year, we got to keep working, uh, keep getting better. We got a, a lot of tough games coming at us in a very short amount of time. And so we've got to get into practice and continue to work on the same things that we've been working on.
1: Uh, final thought, I know this game means a lot to you and your staff. You spent a lot of time in this area, but Brandon Horvath having a former coach and yeah. and, and family here, that, that's got to be fun for him to come no, out. No,
2: that's huge. That's what it was all about. I mean, that was the biggest reason we, you know, we, we accepted this opportunity because of the Veterans Classic and what it means. You know, it's a big deal to play in this and uh, really makes you appreciate what you have. And, uh, and the sacrifices that the folks make. But for Brandon to be able to come home, he spent a whole year last year at UMBC where no one could come watch him play in his family because of COVID. And so I wanted to give him that opportunity here in front of his family and friends. And he's got a ton of them here. His teammates, some of his teammates shared tickets with him and, you know, so he could That's make awesome. it happen. So uh, really proud of him. And, and uh, he obviously he delivered there at the end of the game. He made some big shots for us. Well, Coach,
1: uh, I know it's about the players, but on a personal note, congratulations. First of, I'm sure, many, many to come.
2: Awesome. Thanks so much. And uh, let's 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 get one tomorrow. Here we go. There
1: you go. Uh, yeah, go football. Absolutely. Yeah. That's Ryan Odom, head coach at Utah State, as they get a huge win tonight over Richmond, 85-74. That wraps it up for us. We'll be back with you
0: tomorrow in San Jose for Aggie football. You're listening to Aggie football from Learfield.